Welcome to the Worship Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Hello, all you Amigas and Amigos. <laughs> Welcome to episode 240 of the Worship Probs podcast. It's summer camp. This is episode three. We're glad to have you. We're going to do the three E's, entertain, encourage, and equip. If you would take a moment, head over to Apple Podcasts, give us five stars and a nice review. We, we really, that really does help. We tease you about ego and all that kind of stuff. It really does help in the back end of the podcast, like, with getting it out to more people. So right. it would be, you know, Apple's like, as, Oh, I guess people like this. So maybe we'll right. go ahead and suggest it. You know, let's kind of say soup's grateful. <laughs> soup's for you for grateful. Doing that. <laughs> oh man, that never gets old. It never gets old. <laughs> and you know what else never gets old? Entertaining, encouraging and equipping our people. That, right? that never, we love it. so we're here, we're here for it. I absolutely love it. We're going to be, uh, we, we, these little summer camp episodes have been a lot of fun. We're, they're truncated, absolutely. a little bit shorter, but we're packing a, a punch with them. Packing a punch. Yeah. So uh, we've got a some wallop. prayer concerns. <laughs> we're going OG prayer concerns yes, uh, today, yes, which is yes. always a delight. And then we are sharing a conversation that we got to have with our friend, Meredith Andrews. I just Ugh. love her. She's a deep well, I just man. Love her, man. Wow. And then we don't have it to play for them, but we might need to figure out a way to do it because then we went into like bonus time. Yes. We yes. had hit, we stopped what we were doing. We'd ended the interview and then just Meredith is such a deep well that then she kicked it right back in and we're like, hit record, yep. hit record. Yep. So, um, right. yeah, <laughs> there's no off switch. No, there Meredith isn't. Andrews. It just, it just comes pouring out of her. Man. Yeah. Yeah. And we really, we're big Meredith Andrews people. Yeah. So we've got that. We've got yeah, that going on. It's going to be fantastic. It is. So guys, speaking of fantastic, let me, let me introduce my friend Jen again, and she's going to tell you about our other friends at Planning <laughs> Center. Let's talk about the way that Planning Center can help organize your church ministries. Many of you are already familiar with Planning Center and may even be using services to plan your weekly events and schedule volunteers. But what you might not be as familiar with is that Planning Center is actually an all-in-one church management software system. Planning Center can help keep your whole church engaged by creating space for important data like prayer requests and event attendance, or even tracking first-time guests, making follow-up simple and easy. With different products on a unified platform, your whole team can stay aligned across ministries and eliminate anyone working in silos or having to track information across multiple programs. There are so many things you can do with Planning Center. And best of all, you can customize how you use it based on your church's ministry needs. Anyone on your team using Planning Center, whether they run sound, play drums, or schedule volunteers, has access to Planning Center's training materials and support team too. So go to planningcenter.com to learn more and get started for free. Um, okay, guys, if you haven't heard on last week's episode, episode 239, we broke news. <laughs> that somewhere in conference season, Jennifer is going to do a pancake eating contest. Yeah. Am I competing it's, with someone else or is it just me? I, th I think it's just you just, against yourself. Okay. Yeah. Just the sheer will 
of 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 the force that is Big Yancey okay. eating as many pancakes as she can eat. Okay. Well, so since you issued a challenge for me, I had one. One did come to mind for you that I think oh, is I only think fair. We, I didn't know we were doing that. Yeah, no, okay. I feel like it's okay. it's only okay. fair. I did have right. someone recently message me and ask about this. That no, um, no. when are we going to get Brian in a chair at a tattoo shop? And, oh. uh, you know, and go ahead and just get a little bit of a permanent commitment to some ink. You know, it could be real tiny design, it, you know, up on the shoulder, yeah. you, you Guys, know. Guys, we're breaking news again. The pancake eating contest has been canceled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm still the determined to make this happen. Canceled. I'll get one with you. You know, I'm not afraid. You know that. I'll just <laughs> casually, you know, you text me the other week. What are you up to? Oh, I'm <laughs> trying to squeeze in a tattoo real quick. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I bet I could get Kim in, you know, Kim would probably do it too. Kim's actually kind of thinking about it. Okay. So I just think it just this, makes me nervous. It just makes, everything makes me nervous. And okay. that really makes me nervous. So yeah, well, she can hold your the hand. The permanence it, of that, the it, permanence it, of it makes me really, really anxious. <laughs> Lord, that's so funny. That's so funny. Well, I, you know, you know I, I just think it needs to happen, but. Okay. Well, guys, there may or may not be a pancake eating contest, Probably not. But if we did it, maybe <laughs> we'd do it in Nashville when we come there for the Worship Together Conference, July 20th through the 22nd. Incredible artist lineup. Check it out. There's a link in our bio. You don't want to miss it. I mean, if you guys follow Worship Together, incredible content. And a bunch of those people are coming. Hillsong United, Cody Carnes, Jesus Culture, Benjamin Hastings, Christian Stanfield, all I kinds mean, of people. I it's, mean, it's this weekend. If they're listening to this on Tuesday. You got time. You, you barely ha- you have, have time. You barely have time, but you have time to join us. But you have time to join us. You do have time. Yeah. So do and, it. Unless Just you're listening to this really late because you're, you know, you're late to the game. Yeah. And then don't show up at the belonging because the, they, Benjamin up. Hastings will not be he there. He won't. He won't be there. Right. <laughs> He won't be there. Okay, so then that's July. Then in August, we head to Experience Conference, August 29th through September the 1st. It's at Walt Disney World. You've got We the Kingdom, Red Rocks Worship, Michael Bethany, Kane, Josh Baldwin, Cochran, our good friend Meredith Andrews, who's on the podcast today. That's just going to be fire. Plus, we're going to be there. Right. We're going to have a super secret, but not really secret meetup mm-hmm. at some point during the conference just to hang time. Yep. Will there be nifty gifties? Maybe. Maybe. You don't know. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen. With, will the pancake eating contest that may or not ha- may not happen, will it happen there? Oh, that could be a good place to do it. It could. Or could we could switch it to cronuts. Oh, I could probably pound some cronuts too. So yeah. Okay. So <laughs> guys, you just never know what's going to happen when we're, plus we're recording an episode of the podcast. Uh, we'll have you live in the room with us interacting. It's just a, it's, it's a blast. Mm-hmm. So make sure you join us. Um, we just dropped episode five of Worship Karaoke with Andy Frank, Big Worship. He's been on the podcast before, just an unbelievable dude. And we had a blast with him. So make sure you uh, smash that follow button on uh, you t- on the YouTubes over at Worship Probs over there. Uh, Patreon, we got some really cool stuff. For our Patreon insiders, uh, if you want to support the podcast on on Patreon, we would be soups grateful. Soups grateful. Soups grateful. Well, Brian, do you know what time it is? Yeah. Okay, we're at ace. I think it's time for prayer concerns. 
Prayer Concerns is brought to you by our friends at Five Words Media. They're the amazing people that bring you free church AV. Five Words Media is also the official AVL integrator of Worship Leader Props. Now, if your church is planning an upgrade to your production gear or maybe have a new building in the works, start with a call or an email to the team at Five Words Media. They're the best in the biz, and they will do an incredible job of finding the right gear to help your church realize their vision of making a greater impact for the kingdom. Just consider them as an extension of your church production team, and they'll focus on the five words that clients experience with every project they do. Those five words are see, hear, feel, design, and build. Just click the link in our bio and then click on the link for Five Words Media to get started today. So prayer concerns. Guys, these are, we hope you laugh. We're laughing with you, not at you. So this is just a reminder. We're not alone. We're all in this together. And church people can be just church people. We love them. They're amazing. But every now and then they might slide a little card across your desk that says, why was it so loud? Or why were the lights in my eyes? Or why do you have red shoes on? Mm-hmm, right. Red or red nail is, polish. Red, it really sends Red is a very triggering color for the congregation. So these, these, <laughs> this feedback, we share this uh, in the episode of the podcast in, in the segment that we call Prayer Concerns. And so you can submit yours. Go to worshipleaderprobs.com, click on the Prayer Concerns tab and submit yours there. And uh, we just have good fun with these. Mm-hmm. So let's dive right in. Prayer concern number one. Now, this is a little bit of a special prayer concern okay? because it is for me Oh, from a listener of the podcast. Now, if you remember how we met Jen, this is how we met Jen. So whoever this, this person's name is Shelby okay. and um, she sent me a note on my personal Instagram and it said, thanks for the podcast. You pronounced Johnson's name incorrectly. <laughs> so I probably did. Honestly, I didn't know how to say it. <laughs> I, I said it to him like that numerous times and, and he, he didn't never correct, corrected yeah, me. Yeah. So I I just I think it's Joan Sale or it's it's Yeah, it it's wasn't something. until Tiffany said it partway through the interview that I was like, "Oh man, yeah. we've got this wrong, we've but it's too this. late. We've committed. We've already right. committed to butchering it." And so let me just publicly apologize <laughs> to him and to Shelby for mispronouncing his name. Please forgive me, now, John Sale or a, John Sale or however you... John Sale. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a little different than Shelby, though. I just want to say, because she kind of, you know, corrected you, whereas I just made fun of you for it. <laughs> exactly. There wasn't really correction yeah, in it. It was to, just kind of like, hey. Jen, every now and then I'll be scrolling through photos on my phone and I'll see some of these old things that Jen used to send us before we really knew her and um, they're priceless. You know what so, I came across the other day was the 50,000 video. Still, we need to share that I still again. Have it on my phone. We need to share that again. Oh. oh man. And guys, Jen is a like I'm a digital hoarder. Jen is a digital uh set fire to it. Like if you send Jen something, chances are 10 seconds later it's, it's deleted. been deleted. <laughs> Emails, texts, it's I'm all deleted. So You're a digital the fact hoarder. That she I'm a still has it. She's a purger. The fact that she still has that, that's really true story. Something. So true story. So Okay, where are we at? We're doing prayer, <laughs> prayer concerns. concern okay. number two, I think. Uh, so this is prayer concern <laughs> number two. And it says, I got this comment and it said, 
if Southern gospel music was good enough for Jesus, it's good enough for us. Yeah. <laughs> right? I do Little specifically Sogo. remember him referencing Southern gospel uh, music being his particular favorite. Right, exactly. Yeah, you know, loved yeah. It. Was it in the book of John? He, he said it. it probably. <laughs> you know, that last supper, he's like, by the way, guys, Southern gospel. That's all I need. <laughs> okay. oh, gosh. Prayer concern number three. Uh, these are, you know, a little truncated uh, version of prayer concerns This uh, for summer camp. So this is the last one, the bottom of the pudding cup. We recently had a member get upset that someone on the praise team was wearing a Led Zeppelin t-shirt while playing in the worship band. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a little, just a little much. Yeah, I, I, yeah maybe we no. don't wear that. <laughs> That's a bold move. That's a bold move. It's a very bold move. It is. It is. A little conflicting message there. Oh my gosh. So guys, send in your prayer concerns. If you get roasted by the congregation, send them to us and we'll all laugh together, not at you, but we'll laugh together. And uh, you can do that on the website, worshipleaderprobs.com. Click on the prayer concerns tab, or you can DM those to us uh, on uh, any of the socials as well. Well, uh, so funny story. Back when we first started the podcast, it was me, it was Big Gen G, Jeremy Van Valkenburg, and we one of our first guests that we had was Meredith Andrews. Yeah. She was so gracious. And you could tell when she logged on that she had done a little research and not really found much out there about right, the podcast because right. it was brand new. Yeah. And she kind of looked at us and she's like, So is this is this a new podcast? <laughs> <laughs> and, and just the most gracious person ever. And uh if you if you've not ever sat under her worship leading or mm -hmm. seen her at a conference or concert or whatever, uh, you're you're about to really really love her. So let's uh, let's dive into our conversation with Meredith Andrews. Today's interview is brought to you by New Life and the Every Man's Battle Workshop. As a man, sexual integrity can feel so far out of reach, but it doesn't have to be that way. Just one weekend can give you the help and hope you're seeking from a life of sexual addiction to a life of freedom from shame and guilt. Addictive and compulsive sexual behaviors don't have to control your life. And once you attend the Every Man's Battle Workshop, you'll discover you are not alone and begin to live the life you want. Click on the link in our bio to find out more about the Every Man's Battle Workshop and explore the many other offerings from our friends at New Life transforming lives through compassionately communicating God's truth and connecting people into redemptive relationships. Well, the Worship Leader Props podcast is thrilled to have Meredith Andrews back. Thanks, friend. How has it been this long? I don't know. It doesn't feel like that long. I remember where I was when I did that podcast with you guys. Really? Sitting in my parents' house on the couch. Yep. Wow. And that was the first day that I like saw your, it was still secret back then. That's right. So we had I, to, you had, we had to make you uh -huh, promise had, not to. Yeah. And it's like was sign so, an NDA. So right. You know, so <laughs> vow, some sort of vow of secrecy. <laughs> right. You're in some secret so club. It's so not dumb. It was so fun. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. The mystery. We put this weird filter on my voice back then and it was so. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Episodes eight and nine. That's how far back that was. Wow, so, man. Okay, so it's it's been a long time. Yeah. What has life been like for you since then, and even coming through COVID and out of COVID? Because that's a season that really changed a lot of people's lives. Yes, it definitely changed mine. Mm -hmm. um, man, I 
first of all, when the world shut down, um, I had a lot of thoughts and a lot of feelings, <laughs> but nobody asked me. <laughs> I was like, I got the answer. <laughs> yeah. So I had to keep it to myself. My poor, my poor husband got an earful, but um, yeah, honestly, I had a little bit of an identity crisis mm-hmm. in 2020 because I think, well, I know that so much of who I was was tied to what I did. And it was a good thing. It needed to happen because mm-hmm. then I was able to just, the Lord was like, I've, I've, I'm sitting you down for not just you, but we're, we're going to sit down. We're going to take some time. And, um, I, I learned what it's, what it means to be a daughter mm. and let everything else flow from that mm. and not have my purpose and my identity tied to what I do or, or my gifting. You know, that's just like a bonus. Yeah. And that's part of my assignment for sure. But um, when you learn to operate from your sonship or your daughtership, if that's a word, um, it changes everything. It takes the pressure off, you know. And and I, and I say that, but like it was, it was a good two years of peeling back layers of refining, of realigning, of surrendering, of healing. Like I went, I did a lot of therapy <laughs> and, um, and even just learned some of the projections, some of the, I guess like even just things that I had taken on as like, this is who I am, but it was really just who I thought I should be. It wasn't really who I was. Yeah. It was like, oh, I need to be this or I'm supposed to be this. Mm-hmm. And like even going through therapy, I just kind of like got to strip all that away and go, no, man, no. Like who am I when it's just me and the Lord right. and I'm yeah. just his kid and mm-hmm. everything else just flows out of that place. So, but, you know, there were also some things that solidified in my heart. I, I found my voice in a lot of ways and, and, and I was met with some pushback. Mm-hmm. You know, I posted some things on my social media, things that I was seeing that I felt very strongly about. I mean, I think everybody kind of had an opinion. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and I've wrestled with all that. I, I've kind of like the pendulum swung this way for a long time. And I felt like I needed to be Joan of Arc all of a sudden. <laughs> but I think now where I've landed is um, I don't know everything I think I know. Mm. Um, and I have to hold things open-handed. And even when I see injustice or I see things that like just really pr- like hit my justice button, I have to first take it to the Lord mm-hmm. and go, God, what do you want me to do about this? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you want me to say and who do I need to say it to? Because not everybody's necessarily ready or willing to hear. And I think we all have a voice and I think we all need to speak up for the things that like are close to the heart of God mm-hmm. and the things that he's really highlighted to us. Um, but, you know, still in that we have to be so careful. Like I want to be loving and not like self-righteous when I do that. I just want to go like, hey, guys, I see this. I'm holding I'm taking it with like take it with a grain of salt. I'm holding it with open hands. This is what I see, and this is what I feel like the Lord has said to me. Like, for instance, I know I'm kind of talking, like, ambiguous, but I actually had a dream sometime in the middle of all this, you know, the, the, the timing has blurred, right? <laughs> right. <Yeah. clears throat> so it was sometime after COVID. But I had this dream 
And it was me and my daughter. She's seven right now. My daughter, Frankie. And it was kind of like this Star Wars town. Um, I get all my t- Star Wars towns mixed up, but I know what it looks like in my brain. <laughs> it's just like a lot of like desert, yeah. you know, and like, there's just a town in a desert. Um, anyways, but we were running from this like entity, this creature. And I posted about it on my Instagram, but we were running from this evil presence and it looked like a Nazgul. So I got my movies like all jumbled up in my head. And we ran through this big gathering hall where all the townspeople were meeting. They were having dinner and they were laughing and they were having fun and eating. And we ran through there and and I was trying to warn everyone like what was behind us. Mm. But nobody listened. Nobody paid attention. And we ended up like hiding in this back room of this like, you know, where they were gathering. And then I looked through the curtain where we were hiding and I saw this this entity come in. And the table that had all the, uh, like, the committee members or the the, the mayor, the, the town leaders, the, like, they stood up. Mm-hmm. And they, they said, they said to this evil thing, like, come into our boardroom. And I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. And I run into the boardroom. And I remember in my dream, I just said to them, you can't negotiate with evil. You have mm-hmm. to cut off its head. Mm-hmm. And I felt like. No, that's deep, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> that's, like, that's a thing. Yeah. We went there really quick. Sorry. Imagine <laughs> um, waking up from that. Yeah, though. right. No, oh, for sure. Gosh. It was jarring. And, yeah. I, and I just felt like the Lord, I knew, I mean, it didn't, there was no, he didn't mince words with me. And so mm. I think like, as the church, as the people of God, like there has been a line drawn in the sand and where, mm. you know, it's no longer church as usual. It's no longer casual Christianity. Like we can't live by that anymore. Yeah. It really yeah. is like we have to stand for what is true. What is the word of God say? Mm-hmm. What is on the heart of God? Because everything that we speak that is truth, it is like the truth is the thing that's going to set people free. Yeah. It, you know, it, and the most loving thing we can do is tell the truth, is say who Jesus is and what he came to do. He came to set us free from religion. Mm -hmm. He came to set us free from all the things that we get bound up in, even Mm -hmm. in the church. Mm -hmm. We get so bound up by these these systems and programs and like the institutionalization of it all when he just came to bring freedom Mm -hmm. and life. And, and that is found in him. And, you know, the lines have gotten really blurry in our culture in the last few years. And, I just believe that it's time for us to to cut off the head of evil mm-hmm. and take back the ground that the enemy has stolen. And yeah. sorry, you didn't ask me anything about that, no. but that's kind of where no. <laughs> let's go, man. Oh, I'm man. ready to take the hill. Right now, <laughs> let's man. do it. Got me fired up. <laughs> got like Lord of the Rings music playing right, right now, right? Like, like a lot of snare drums and stuff. Let's go. Yes, Brian, you can carry that big old drum. <laughs> Let's go. You'll do the cutting, and sure, I'll great. do the drumming. Sounds I don't, good. I don't be... <laughs> Give me the sword. I'm I ready. Know. I never know I what's going to come out sometimes. Um, yeah. So, uh, wow. Okay. Um, yeah. So you you guys are involved heavily at the belonging. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you seeing that play out? Like, what what are you loving about what's going? We hear so many unbelievable stories about what God is doing. We're never here on the weekend. I'd love to go sometime, but tell us about what God's doing there. Yeah. Well, I believe that when you make room for the presence of God and you have no other agenda than just whatever he wants Mm -hmm. to do, then he shows up. And that's what we've seen, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, 
I'm actually, I'm not there a ton just because I'm traveling yeah. more yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not on staff like I used to be mm-hmm. at a church in Chicago. So it is a different role for me, but it's just amazing to be a part of a community that is just set, like, really partnered with God for what he wants to do in the city. Mm-hmm. And and I love that. Like, even during our conference, we have a yearly conference every September. And Pastor Alex was talking about, like, the mandate she felt like God gave her when they first moved to town. And she was she was like, God, why are we here? We don't want to be in Nashville. It It is. There's, like, a religious spirit here. There's churches on every corner. Why did you send us here all the way from mm-hmm. Australia? And, and the Lord pointed her to this passage. I think it's in Habakkuk. It talks about cleansing the waters. Mm-hmm. And, like, he really even just said to her, like, the, you, what you see is just on the surface, you know, but there's really something going on in the water mm-hmm. that needs to be cleansed. Yeah. And it is wow. this pure, like, bring Lord, that you would bring up purity, that mm-hmm. you would bring back this um, heart uh, of repentance where, you know, that just abolishes that religious thing that mm. can can tend to come in, especially in the South, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so we've just been so honored and, and thankful for a community. Even when we were walking through some really hard stuff um, in our family, like that's just come around us, that has loved us, that has declared victory and truth over mm. us. Mm. You know, we need those people, especially in our hard seasons, to hold mm. our arms up, you know? Yeah. And, that's what it's been for us. Man, that's wow. fantastic. Sounds like church such an incredible the church. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh. Okay, so you just released a new single called yeah. Carry the World. Yeah. How has that been for you? So, well, it's been good, but it's also felt like a long time coming. Mm-hmm. Carry the World. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote it in this building. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, uh, with a guy named Ryan Ellis and um, another guy named Andrew Bergtold. And it was actually a chorus idea and I think a bridge that Ryan had and he had been singing live mm-hmm. for years wow. and for whatever reason he was like i think we're supposed to write this today mm-hmm. and so we wrote verses to it and um and i knew that day um that that it was a special song like i just mm-hmm. knew like this is a song that i've been wanting to write that i've been wanting to sing for a really long time and what was crazy is like i think we wrote it in either the end of 2018 or beginning of 2019 and um or it could have been beginning of 2020. Again, like time just blurs <laughs> right. together. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but it took forever. What felt like forever for it to release. Like when 2020 happened, it was like, man, this is the song for 2020. And then it was like, okay, what's the song for 2021? <laughs> and then it finally came out, you know, the end of 2022. And, um, you know, I've lived with it. I've sang it live for a lot of years. But just trusting God's timing mm. in that. And like, okay, it's in the world. And, you know, for, for me now, it feels like kind of a old song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but again, like I just had to trust that the way that God works and, and the timing that he works in is perfect. And and so I'm just excited to see what he does with it. Mm. And I just, you know, we all just have to be obedient to release what God has put in our hand. Mm-hmm. And and I thought that was going to be several years ago, but it's now. And so I'm like, all right, here you go, Lord. And it reminded me, too, of years ago when I first released a record with Word at the time. It's Curb Word now. But um, there was all this hype around my first album with them. Mm-hmm. And after a few months after it had released, I remember just feeling kind of, like, discouraged. 
because it, I wasn't seeing the traction. I wasn't seeing the things that everybody said was going to happen. Mm. And um, I was like, God, I thought you called me to this. Mm. And the Lord so quickly just said to my spirit, Meredith, why would you think just because you didn't sell a certain number of records that I didn't call you to this? Mm. And that's when he began to redefine my idea of success. Mm-hmm. And he said to me, you take care of the depth and I'll take care of the breadth. Wow. It's kind of like, it's not up to us yeah. to, yeah. to make it go far and wide. Right. It really is like we dig the well, we go deeper. We like, I like, I'm like, Lord, I've signed up. I'm, I'm in it. <laughs> you know, yeah. I like, yeah. here's my yes before I even know the question. So and because wow. success in the kingdom, I, I had a friend say this to me, success in the kingdom is so different from success in the world. Success Mm -hmm. in the world looks like accomplishments and awards and climbing this ladder. But success in the kingdom looks like obedience. It looks like faithfulness. It looks like showing up and saying yes, Mm -hmm. even when you don't know what the outcome is going to be. And so I just feel like that's the story of my life, is just learning how to be faithful and show up in the way that God has been so faithful Mm -hmm. to me. Like, how can I not, like, but, like, I'm not saying, I mean, there are days when it's hard. There are oh, days when I face disappointment, and I'm like, God, I thought I was going to do something else, better, yeah. bigger, farther. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to go somewhere, mm-hmm. you know? Like, but then I have to remember, I I'm, I don't even get to see the full impact mm-hmm. of something. You don't get to see. Right. Y'all don't, you know? Right. Like, the full weight of, like, just one encouraging word. Or, or one podcast or one thing that you say that like goes so far beyond what you could ever imagine this side of heaven, you right. know? Wow. So it's like, man, I've got to run with eternity in mind. And mm-hmm. even with Carry the World, like that's the thing that I share before I sing it live mm-hmm. is in Second Corinthians 4, which is the place where I lived for 2020 and 2021. In the end of that passage, it says, um, Outwardly, we're wasting away, yet inwardly, we're being renewed day by day. And so we've, uh, and because these light and momentary afflictions are achieving for us an eternal weight of glory that far outweighs them all. And so we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Mm-hmm. Because what is seen is temporary. Mm-hmm. But what is unseen is eternal. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I want to live for the eternal. I want to live for the unseen. And I'm... I'll be the first to admit that sometimes I get bogged down by what I can see that feels so hopeless or backwards mm-hmm. or confusing or not what I thought it was supposed to look like or not how I thought it would pan out. But then I have to just go, God, would you elevate my vision mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. to see the way you see mm-hmm. and, and to live from that place? Mm-hmm. You know, like that's the cry of my heart. And I get stuck in the weeds, guys. I oh, really yeah. do. But I'm so thankful for the mercy of God and the goodness of God to just pull me out again and Mm -hmm. go, like, see the big picture. Mm -hmm. See the eternal scope of this, you know, that we may never fully, we won't fully understand until our faith is made sight. But that's what we're running towards. I I know. (laughs) I'm crying for, like, the third time in this Oh my gosh. <laughs> As I, I just so appreciate your vulnerability and your authenticity because I think, especially nowadays, when everybody is so used to polishing something and you yeah. put it up on social media and we filter it and we edit it and yeah. we make it look 
one way. Right. It, when you come across authenticity, it's just so special. Mm-hmm. And man, yes. that's something I love. I love uh, about you. Yes. We obviously have admired um, your leadership, your heart for the church, and just who you are from a distance. So we have a lot of listeners, a lot of followers who are women. Yeah. And so I'm wondering, is there a piece of encouragement, something you would say to the female worship leaders out there, the female worshipers who are existing in an atmosphere where it is male dominated, no offense, Brian, but worship ministry, worship music, it's, it's, it's male dominated. It can be really discouraging. Yeah. So what would you say to our female listeners out there? Yeah. And actually men, listen up. Yeah. You yeah. guys need to hear it too. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I have such a heart for women. Um, Cause I am one, but mm-hmm. I just, I wish I could like hug every one of them that are listening right now. Um, what God has put in women, I believe for this hour is what will usher in the greatest awakening that we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And I know that that sounds like a massive statement, but I believe that there are Esther's and Deborah's and Mary's arising. Mm-hmm. Um, Miriam's arising just with the heart of worship that this pure heart just they know the heart of their father and maybe one of the things that's so beautiful about women is they carry the nurturing and sensitive side of God Mm -hmm. but they also carry the fire of God in a way that um, is different to men. And this is a thing we need each other. We have to run together. Like we both carry the image of God in different and unique ways. And not one is better than Mm -hmm. the other. We, we get to champion each other. We get to promote each other. We get to partner together in communicating, um, the heart of God. Um, and you know, I know that like, gosh, I've, I've been in every scenario that you can imagine with, you know, if there's been like women that have felt oppressed or like less than or not equal to. And um, I know what that's like. And so I just want to encourage women um, just continue to walk in humility, Mm -hmm. but do not let your voice be silenced. Um, We need your voice. Mm -hmm. We need what you communicate and what you carry, um, especially in these days. Mm -hmm. And I, I believe that our humility is actually what makes a way for uh, just for us to demonstrate and walk in the power and the presence of God in a way that change, changes atmospheres and, and breaks chains yeah. and um, releases people from this place of striving and religion and legalism. And, and, and sets us free into this place of like real freedom mm. yeah. where we get to encounter the presence of God in a way where like it doesn't matter what anybody thinks. Mm. It doesn't matter who's on a platform. It's not about a personality. It's always about us as the, as the body of Christ, as the children of God, partnering together mm. with one another. Mm-hmm. And women are such a huge part of that. And of course, the enemy would, would love nothing more than to silence um half of the image bearers. And of course he would want, he, of course he would come after Eve because she is the one who brings life into the world. Like we, as women are, we are the life carriers. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's the way that God designed it. And, um, so yeah, I just, 
just to every woman out there, just be who God has called you to be and don't apologize for it. And um, the Lord will make a way, you know, even when man, and I don't mean man as in like men necessarily, but just it, when people try to silence you, um, you can take it to the Lord. Mm-hmm. You can trust his heart and you can trust that he will put you where you need to be, that he will make a way because that's yeah. what he does. Yeah. And I, I just, but I can't speak enough to just like, humility, but also that just continually trusting God, you know, my heart, you know, how you've wired me, gifted me, called me, anointed me. So would you make a way for my anointing and, Mm -hmm. um, and just stay in the secret place. Like I, the older I get and the more plates I'm spinning, the more I'm just like, I don't want to be a Martha. (laughs) I just want to stay at his feet, you know, just stay at his feet. And let him be the treasure of your heart. And he just makes a way for everything else. So. Goodness gracious. I'll see if I can make it through. Brian's this, crying in the yeah, club. <laughs> this is like the second time. And I cannot stop crying now. So, um, Okay, so we end every interview with the same question. I don't know if you remember this from last time, but it's been a while. Yeah. Uh, it's, we call it the big room question. Mm. So if we got every worship leader and all their volunteers, every production leader and all their volunteers, we got them all together in one big room. We gave you a microphone. What would you, what would you want to say to them? Yeah. Pass the Kleenex. Yeah. <laughs> no expectations, but I'm like, well, I'm going to be sobbing by the end of this one. Well, don't. I mean, I feel like I've already said a lot of stuff that I'd probably <laughs> say. Um, but really, it is like, I before I'm ever titled or given the role as like a worship leader, I want to be a worshiper, mm-hmm. and. Um, Nothing else matters than just beholding him and adoring him. And that changes everything. It transforms my whole life. Mm-hmm. When I just gaze at his beauty, at his goodness, at his, I mean, God, when we get to know him, what he's really like, like he's always happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think in these religious kind of mentalities that I was stuck in for so long, I always thought God was disappointed. Mm-hmm. I always thought God was, you know, just waiting for me to mess up. Yeah. But he's always just cheering us on. Mm-hmm. He, and he delights in us. Even when we fall, even when we stumble, even when we make a mistake, he's like, it's okay. You actually get to learn from that. Yeah. I've got you. Watch me take that thing and turn it around and use it for good mm-hmm. and glorify my name. And, you know, I walked through some really, really hard stuff in the last two years. Um, And I never encountered the goodness of God like I did Mm. during the season of when I was literally in the pit. Mm. And I wouldn't trade it for anything. And what I found is that we get one chance. We get one chance to worship God through our pain. Mm. And it's now. We get one shot to worship God by faith. And it's now. Because once we, once the kingdom comes and the new heaven and the new earth and all that, that happens, I don't even know. Like, that's a whole thing, like, (laughs) that I don't fully understand. But heaven comes to earth, or we go to heaven, or all of it. Once our faith is made sight, there will be no more suffering. There will be no more pain. There will be no more tears. There will be no more trial. And there will be no requirement for faith because it will finally all be in front of us. Mm-hmm. 
And so like in this one shot, I don't want to make it about a genre of music. I don't want to make it about a program. I want to genuinely bring my offering and I want it to cost me something. And I want to live a life that is really like just a sacrifice of praise. And, you know, the first song I ever sang live, I was six years old and it was, I love you, Lord. Mm. And I think that was such a gift that that was the first song I got to sing because it's so simple. I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice to worship you. My soul rejoice. Take joy, my King, in what you hear. And let it be a sweet, sweet sound in your ear. And that's just the cry of my heart. Like, that's worship. Mm-hmm. It's not about a, a name other than Jesus. It's not about a sound other than what heaven sounds like and his people responding. And so, like, for us all as worshipers, just to get back to that place where Jesus is truly the treasure of our hearts, because that is what is going to bring in the presence of God, and that is what people are hungry for. I I think the people that are looking at us week in and week out, they're looking for something real. Mm -hmm. They're looking for for the power of God. They're searching and hungry for the presence of God. And we can't take them there if we haven't been there ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so that's my exhortation and my challenge, just fall in love with Jesus all over again. Um, Get to know his heart. Let him change you from the inside and just get lost adoring him Mm -hmm. and Oh, man. And everything else will make sense. <laughs> wow. Where's the tissue box? I know. I know. <laughs> man, why? Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. We love your heart. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Brian. Man, I feel like that's the kind of that's the kind of person that we need to have come to the pancake eating contest. First of all, oh, if yeah. it happens. Yeah. Yeah. That because she's be- just so sweet. She would she be is. super encouraging. She to would you. be. She We're, would be cheering me on. The rest on. of us will probably be teasing you. Right. Yeah. All that stuff. But Meredith, that, she, she would that cheer is, me on. She's sure. as good as it gets, man. She is. Yeah. I absolutely love her. Absolutely love her. Super sincere. Yep. Um, really authentic uh, person. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. We, we, we're big Meredith Andrews fans. We are. Guys, thank you so much for listening to episode 240 of the Worship Probs podcast. 240. Phew. My goodness. Wow. You probably hear that a lot down there in Tennessee, <laughs> don't you? Phew-wee. I have not heard too much of that yet. Maybe Josh comes in from cutting the, that big old lawn. Did you see says, that video? Did, did you see the video I made? <laughs> yes. Straw hat. Straw hat comes uh, off. I picture him. Maybe you got a glass of tea, iced tea, some, sweet tea. Some sweet him. tea. Well, yeah, maybe some mint juleps out on the. That giant, <laughs> <laughs> he's fanning himself with that giant hat. Yeah, that's not that's, that's, that's not how it goes down. But that's quite the image you're painting. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow, like Brian said earlier, do us that favor. Head on over to Apple Podcasts, leave us that five star yeah. rating, a nice review. Do just it. it just helps. It's do it. it just helps. So go do it. 
do it. Do it. Hey, and make sure you hit subscribe wherever it is that you listen. If you listen on Spotify or, you know, Pandora, I don't know where all the platforms just hit subscribe. That way you never have to look for us. Just subscribe, subscribe on all of them. Yeah. That's a great idea. Did you say Pandora? Yeah. I was like, Pandora. It is still a thing. I was, yeah, I was someplace earlier today and they had a Pandora playlist going and I'm not going to lie. I was digging it. It was, it was really? called like the, the happy playlist and it was, oh. it was, it was really feel good. So nice. Pandora nice. is still a thing. I don't know if podcasts nice. go there. I should probably Fantastic. know if our podcast goes there. <laughs> I should also. And I yeah, don't that's all right. Uh, eh, oh, well, it's fine. It's all good. <laughs> and guys, it's all good. thanks so much for following us on all of the socials, for hanging out with us, for engaging, for dropping your comments, for sharing posts, for everything that you do at Worship Probs on uh, Instagram, Facebook, at Worship Leader Probs on TikTok. Oh, at Worship Probs on YouTube. Also, we're over there. Oh, go check the tubes, out. Go man. check out the tubes, the videos, the karaoke's. Yeah. That's where we're, we're really at. Burning it up on YouTube, guys. <laughs> so you, we could use your help. Yeah, go hit subscribe there too, <laughs> please. <laughs> your fam is struggling on the YouTube, so if you could help us out, go give us some really love. Appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, so Jen, we end the podcast a lot by talking about our friends at Maven Media Productions. Mm-hmm. And it just occurred to me, you've had your own unique experience with the Maven folks. Yeah, I have. What would you What would you say about them? Man, they're um, they're so accommodating. So what I love is, you know, you have a conversation with them. Go, this is what I'm thinking, but they come alongside and they dream with you, or they they take your idea and then they can make it way better because my ideas are not that great. <laughs> but uh, you know, specifically Allie, which you know, Allie's the ninja uh, of the podcast, she's the razor man, yeah, the yep. razor. But she's she's been able to bring things to life in a whole way that I hadn't mm-hmm. thought of. And then even Heath, you know, I think I said this once before, but yep. you'll be bouncing some ideas off Heath, and you just see the wheels turning. Yep. Uh, and the creativity that flows from them um, yep. is just absolutely incredible. Great so people, great, great people. I can't recommend them enough. So, you absolutely. know, just check them out. Check them out. Check them Maven out already. They're fantastic. Yes, they are. Uh, and speaking of fantastic, our friend Scott Hoke. That, how about that intro, guys? He's also fantastic. Yeah. I can record your voicemail for you if you want it, you know? Right. <laughs> check him out, man. Um, hey. We got one more episode of Summer Camp. It's coming next week. Until then, deuces. Smell you later. 